Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Today is Saturday, June the 25th, and the Lightning live to fight another day. We'll be talking about the great game last night. We'll be talking about the Rays, some NBA draft and golf and anything else you want to talk about. The number here, 877-448-7901. Sports at Power 901 gets your email on the show. We'll be right back to kick it off. Formaggio's Pizzeria, your favorite neighborhood Pizzeria, serving up the best hand-tossed New York-style pizza and absolutely unbeaten Philly cheesesteak outside of New York or Philly. Let Formaggio's take care of dinner tonight with convenient online ordering at formaggio's.com or call their friendly staff at 813-689-1744. That's 813-689-1744. Formaggio's is family-owned and operated. Located at 4356 Lithia Pinecrest Road. Tell them Power 90.1 sent you and get 10% off your carryout order. Check out the full menu at formagios.com F-O-R-M-A-G-G-I-O-S.com Formagios Pizzeria It's what's cooking for dinner now, now, back to the show Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show On Power 90.1 Sports fans, if you're an NHL hockey fan Stanley Cup Finals Your team's playing There's not a more stressful sport to watch Than a game where you're trying to root for your team And uh, especially when you're down 3-1 to one in a must-win game the guys went up to Colorado where they got smoked the first two games, uh, especially that second game where they lost by a touchdown. Uh, they came back home, game three, took care of business down here, 6-2. to two. And then the controversial game in game four where Colorado had too many men on the ice in the overtime period. person that came on the ice for the sixth player on their team actually scored Kadri and they beat us in overtime. So we had lost two overtime games to Colorado out of the four so far. Backs against the wall. We go up to Colorado, down three games to one. Must game scenario. Winner go home. We played the best game, I thought, of the playoffs so far. We went up there. We showed what we're made out of. We ended up winning the game 3-2 to two, and come back here tomorrow for game six. The whole team played well. You can talk about uh, everyone on both sides of the uh, both ends of the ice coaching staff had a good plan we went out there Vasilevsky was tough between the pipes John Ruda got us uh, on the board with the first goal of the playoffs in the uh, first period making it one nothing um, Nakushkin for Colorado evens things up in the second period for them and that goal too I mean you talk about some goals that um, you know, not having much puck luck, as they say. Well, we didn't get a break, really, in the whole game. And then, the whole series, for that matter. Um, what happens? 1-1. Kucherov scores a power play goal in the second to give us a 2-1 lead. You know, when it comes time for a, a big play all year long, you have to watch Kucherov. He's always there, whether it's an assist, whether it's a goal, um, whether it's a heads-up play, a, a fantastic pass, whatever it might be we went up two two to one on his power play goal um they were in the third period and McCarr 
again, they had some of the, the cheapest goals in this series. Um, it actually got tipped in by Vasilevsky, and then you tie the game with, I think it was almost like six minutes to go or something like that. But um, So it's all tied 2-2, and then you had Palat, who has probably been the most money person on this team over the last several years. I think he has the most um, goals in 25 years. I saw some stat last night where um, in big games, whatever it might have been. Well, nonetheless, he comes out and when we need a goal, he scores to put us up 3-2. to two. There was, and then what I thought was probably one of the most telling things in the whole game was that with two and a half minutes to go, the Colorado had the goal to try again to get an extra person on the ice like they did in game four to come down on the line change to give themselves an advantage. Well, this time the linesman called it. So they got one right out of two. Uh, at least they got this one right. Uh, gave us a power play. Although we didn't score on the power play, we were able to um, you know, hang on defensively. They pulled Kemper, obviously, to give him the extra um, offensive person. Vasilevsky made some good stops throughout the whole game, obviously. And bottom line is we win the game 3-2. to two. So after that debacle of a call in game four, um, I'm not going to say that the um, referees did anything except their job, what they're supposed to do in this game. But the Lightning overall, top to bottom, everyone had a great game. Like I said, on both ends of the ice, Vasilevsky um, throughout the whole game came up big. Like I said, the goals that they scored on him, uh, nothing spectacular. I thought that Vasilevsky had one of the, the better games, even though they did score two goals. So um, on defense, no, Bogosian played well. Cernak, these guys are all banged up now. Uh, Hedman, McDonough, of course, Sergachev and Ruder, we talked about them. All the lines played great for Tampa Bay, and you know they can celebrate uh, one of the, the, the best Victories, one of the best games that I've seen them play. Don't forget, Colorado has only lost four games in the whole playoffs this year. Two of them are to us. Um, so they've been playing very well, and uh, they deserve to be where they are in the series. And um, I I'm certain that we're going to come home and get some rest tomorrow and get ready for game six on Sunday. Your thoughts? 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com will um, you know, get you an email that we can get read on the show. I'd like to know what you thought the pivotal play was or the turning point of this game. Like I said, we were never behind from um, the beginning of the game to the end. Tied up several times, but we showed a lot of poise out there, especially um, after what happened in game two up there. So hats off to the whole gang. Um, uh, Kucherov had a fantastic game. Hagel seems to be, if he could only finish, he's always around the puck. Sorelli uh, played a great game. Um, Maroon, Nash, I talked about Pilot, Paul, Perry, Stamkos, all of them. They do what they have to do. They have the winning blueprint like we talked about 
to be able to, you know, win the chip. Now what we have to do, one game at a time, come down here Sunday, tomorrow, take care of business, and then, you know, game sevens, anything can happen in game sevens. I like our chances. Uh, of course, you know that Colorado, you know, after today, they're going to tighten up a little bit. So it's imperative for us to uh, take advantage of that, win game six, and then go up there and, you know, do the same thing we did tonight. I expect Colorado to come out fighting, and it's going to be a uh, great end of the series. Nonetheless, you couldn't ask for a better game. And like I said, to start the, the segment, if you're a hockey fan and a playoff hockey fan and your team is in that game, you couldn't ask for a more uh, stressful situation watching it. So hats off to the Lightning. Congratulations. Let's come down here. Uh, have a good night's rest tomorrow and get ready for the game on Sunday. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Let's move on to some other sporting news in the NBA draft. This past Thursday night with the number one pick, the Orlando Magic selected Duke forward Paolo Banchero. That was a surprise, actually. Um, you know, Banchero never met with the Magic, and the consensus around the league was that Auburn's Jabari Smith would be headed to Orlando. I, for one, definitely thought that Smith was going to go to uh, Orlando. I thought he was the best out of the three top three picks. Now, don't get me wrong. It was very close between you know, Banchero and also um, Chet Holmgren, who went number two. He was a center, if you remember, from Gonzaga. He went to Oklahoma City, and then the Rockets took Smith for the number three pick. Um, a little curious as far as what was going to happen because, like I said, everyone all along thought that um, Banchero was going to go to Orlando. So if you're um, OKC with that second pick and all of a sudden um, Smith doesn't go to um, Orlando, what are you going to do now? All the work that you did, you can still go with Holmgren as your, as your pick or are you going to go and pick up um, Smith? So anyway, what happened was that, like I said, the Orlando Magic picked up Banchero. Great pick for them. Uh, that's a team that definitely needs some offense and he can provide it. So um, after, after um, Holmgren, and then uh, Smith, number two and three, the Kings drafted Keegan Murray. And then the Pistons reached out and uh, they took Jaden Ivey. He was a guard from Purdue, if you remember, from the NCAA Madness. So, you know, if you look at those top five, you can't go wrong with any of those players. I think that uh, every team that has a draft pick in the first ten uh, definitely does their homework and comes out with what they 
um, think is going to be good. The Rockets traded center Christian Wood to the Dallas Mavericks for the 26th pick and uh, four players on expiring contracts. Pistons also traded forward Jeremy Grant to Portland for the number 36 pick as well as some future draft picks. So you have teams wheeling and dealing all through uh, the draft and, uh, you know, Detroit acquired number 13 pick Jalen Duran. They also included the New York Knicks who sent point guard Kemba Walker to Motor City. Now, I, I say that about Kemba Smith because or Kemba Walker. I don't know what the Knicks are thinking. I, I mean, uh, aside from opening up some calorie cap, some salary cap space, maybe they want to go after Brunson, uh, possibly Kyrie Irving if things don't work out there. But um, basically, they gave up some players in. Uh, they got a couple picks coming up in the next uh, second and third round, but it doesn't make sense to me what the Knicks did in the first round here. We're going to have to wait till it's all said and done until we figure it out. The Sixers got into the trade action. They sent um, Danny Green, who was a swingman, and also um, number 23rd pick to the Grizzlies for guard to Anthony Melton. The Sixers are hoping that Melton can give them some scoring. Uh, they need to now help out uh, definitely with Harden the way he's been looking and um, Embiid if he, when he's hurt and taking a break they need some uh, outside scoring as well so uh, you know 58 players heard their names called in the first round if you want to you know, ask who the best best uh, team was in the, in the first round um, you know you, you could say that uh, Orlando worked out very nicely with what they did. You could also say that um, the um, uh, Charlotte did, did well. It, it depends on, on your definition of uh, in the long run, who's it going to be if you're looking for short term. Um, I think OKC definitely identified the players that it wanted and went after him. I give him credit. Like I mentioned about Holmgren, taking him in the second pick when you had Smith there as a, an available player when they threw a monkey wrench into everything. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at some other... Uh, Detroit came away with Ivy and Jalen Duran. That's a pretty nice haul there. Uh, you know, who else? Uh, Spurs. They got first three-rounders. Uh, so anyways, it was the first round. And if you look at it, there's going to be some more deals before everything's said and done. Uh, as far as the most uh, underwhelming of all, I, like I said, the Knicks to me is uh, something that doesn't make sense to uh, a lot of people for a lot of reasons. So I guess, like I said, they do have the ability to shed a lot of salary cap moving forward, which could allow them to pick up Brunson or, like I mentioned, or Irving. Uh, Going to have to wait and see. Uh, they start off with the 11 pick overall and ended up sending that pick four second round picks um, and Campbell Walker for three future first round picks for 2023 to uh, Detroit and Washington in a three-way swap there. So if you watch the draft, I would like to hear your thoughts on um, especially the top five players. Um, who did you have going if you did a mock draft? Or uh, did you think that Holmgren may have gone ahead 
of uh, Bancaro, or did you think that Smith, like I said, I had Smith going one, so uh, there were some last minute deals going on, it should be interesting, so again, the number here is 877-448-7901, sports at power 901's the email, we'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, it's very cool to be cheap and called Trip Amigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels, plus rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with Trip Amigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call Trip Amigo now and mention the travel code AMIGO and save even more. Call Trip Amigo now. 800-908-1833. 800-908-1833. That's 800-908-1833. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. You are in the gymnasium. Yes, we are going to be talking about the Rays a little bit now. So coming into the weekend against Pittsburgh, um, we are one game out of the wild card race after getting off to a good start. Um, we actually came back to the pack. The Red Sox are now ahead of us. They started the weekend off at 13 games uh, back from New York. Uh, Blue Jays are 12 and a half back. The Yankees, of course, are in first place. And we are 14 and a half back. So <clears throat> I want to touch a little bit on that right now. If you look at the American League, I really said before the season started that the American League East is going to be the toughest division in that um, league. And I really still believe it. I actually think you are going to have four teams from the American League East in the playoffs, I think it's going to be the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Rays. I know Minnesota's in there right now, but um, I, I, I do think that as we get some players coming back, being healthier, that we're going to go out there and you know start playing some better ball. And the bats are going to have to wake up. I think we're two and eight in the last uh, ten games. If you look. Um, we had that, that victory over the Yankees, 5-4. to four. Then we came back and lost 5-4. to four. Uh, Close games, 4-2 uh, to two against the Yankees in the first one. So right now, our starting pitching is doing well. Um, what's letting us down, quite, quite frankly, is, is the bats. We're not getting any run production out there. And now when we do, then all of a sudden we have a untimely error. Paredes is really doing well. If you followed him uh, the last couple games, um, he's been, you know, a couple home runs against the Yankees. Um, He's been a pleasant surprise. It's possible that Margot is out for the season. We talk about injuries. Um, You know, Margot ran into the fence there during the the series. We also have uh, Kiermaier. Who, who was out due to an injury. 
you, you top that off with Franco still not back, Lau not playing. I mean, we really missed the run production, and, and that's that's what's going on right now. I mean, as a, a team, I believe we're only batting uh, 230, 232. So uh, it's really something that we really need to start waking up the bats. G-Man Choi, you know, he's having a good season so far. Um, Yandy Diaz, I mean, he's out there. He's doing what he can to help. But I really think that um, you look at the pitching staff, we've held our own throughout um, the first, I don't know, third of the season, if you will. But when it comes down to it, when you're playing against teams like Toronto and teams against the Yankees and Houston, um, the White Sox, if you will, uh, whomever it might be in the American League, we're going to have to get back to um, being able to win those close games. Uh, that can go back. We lost to the White Sox 6-5, to 3-2, to two. the Rangers 4-3, to three. Um, and then, of course, the, uh, the uh, Cardinals, we won by a run. Uh, a lot of one-run games that we need to be able to start flipping in our favor. And again, that's contagious as well. And as we start getting hopefully some of these players back, I know Zanino is going to be out. That's going to definitely hurt us. Um, I'm not quite sure what Mejia is going to be able to do back there. Uh, but I do think that if you look at our starting pitching staff, I'm happy with that. And usually that's an issue for us. But right now, that's been something that we can hang our hat on. And if you get back to the raised way of the bullpen being ready to go in there and perform when they have to, we should be okay on that side of the uh, inning. But on the other side of the inning, we need to get out there and find a way somehow to produce some runs. I'm not quite sure where they're going to come from at this point, to be honest with you, but I do know that we have to go out there and find them somewhere, whether it's maybe starting to play some small ball. I know that it's not the Rays' way. Uh, we like to go up there and, and swing the bats and try to score some runs that way, but we may need to uh, go out there and try to scrounge up some runs other ways. A couple bad plays with the Yankees. No, you don't. You don't what are you doing pitching the judge? Um, I, I don't understand that last hanging meatball that was thrown to him for his second home run of the year. The question is going to be this year, does um, does Judge break the record for home runs? And no, he's not going to because teams are going to not pitch to him. Uh, maybe the uh, Rays didn't get the memo on that yet, but um, no, he had his 26th and 27th home run of the year uh, against us the other night. And that's something that... You know, if you can avoid, uh, I know it's a close game, but you have to find a way to pick your poison in situations like that. And I really don't think that uh, pitching to him in either of those situations was probably the best idea. Uh, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but uh, you look at the stats and it's got to say um, maybe pitch around him or an intentional walk. I'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Sports at Power901.com. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're listening on Power 90.1. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt. Your shoulder hurts. Your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain magic. 
Pain Magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. I hope you had a chance to watch the U.S. Open last weekend. I thought there was going to be a playoff. What did you think? Um, you know, you had Zell Torres, Scotty Scheffler, and of course, Matt Fitzpatrick, who eventually won it. But uh, those guys played great. The back nine was neck to neck all the way through. Did you see the shot that um, Fitzpatrick hit out of the bunker 156 yards away to about 18 feet? on the 18th where he was able to make a uh, par shoot a 68 and you know made the Englishman a major champion for his first professional win in this country you know what's funny is that he won the U.S. Amateur at Brookline in 2013 on that same course making him the 13th man to win both the uh, Open um, and the Amateur in his career so and only the second only the second person to win on the both on the same course. Guess who the first person to do it was? If you said Nicholas, you were right. So anyway, what, what a great back nine it was. It was a good open. Um, if you look, I believe um, he made $3 million at the end of a 3.1 or something like that. But you got your name on the U.S. Open Cup. So that's something you can't... Um, you can't ever take away from that. You put your name on the cup like that. I mean, we're talking about the LIV League over there and all the people that are defecting, if you will, from the PGA over to the, uh, the Tour 56 that I call it, the LIV over there. They don't have a, uh, a cup where you put your name on it. They don't have. All they've given away is money, which is you know something that a lot of people are aspiring towards, and that's what they're doing. Uh, as of this past week, Brooks Kepka withdrew from the uh, Travelers up there, and he's going to uh, play with his um, brother over there, Chase, I believe, as well. So now you hear that um, uh, Shoffley... Xander Shoffley may be going over there as well. Some of the people that aren't, I can tell you. John Rahm's not going. McElroy's not going. Scheffler's not going. Justin Thomas isn't going. Um, Spieth's not going. So um, you look at some of the names. My concern is, uh, you know, is the LIV going to do well over there? I don't know. They have eight tournaments a year or something like that. And... Um, Watching the first one, there weren't a lot of people that went to it in London. Not quite sure how the second one's going to turn out for them. Uh, they are getting some names, I guess, a little bit more here and there each week. But if you look right now, the PGA is upping the ante. They're adding uh, dollars to their purses as well. Uh, going to do a little bit of a different format, I understand. So, you know, Monaghan and the PGA... They're um they're feeling the pressure if you ask me and they're gonna 
um, pull out all the stops and uh, do what they have to do to get people to go. Because, you know, it's amazing to me. They talk about not having the, the, the funds, whatever. All of a sudden, the last uh, couple of weeks, they're able to come up with the funds to, you know, get the Genesis tournament and some of these others with larger purses, which leads me to believe that there's a lot of sideline money with the PGA that they can uh, start to spread out. And I really think that, if nothing else, the LIV tour uh, forced them to go ahead and start doing that. So, uh you know your thoughts on that I'd love to hear what you think is going to happen between the two I originally thought that the players as independent contractors should have a right to play you know wherever they wanted whether it be you know in the DP golf in the European uh, the LIV the PGA now whatever it might be I thought that um, you know as, as a tour member they should be able to go ahead and do that uh, you know, obviously, it's not going to happen because they said that if you play over there, you cannot play. I mean, 17 players, current or member or former, um, were, were disciplined and suspended for not being able to play. Um, ineligible for the President's Cup in September uh, out in Carolina. So... Uh, to be determined, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. I, I think that my major concern is, you know, as a golf fan wanting to go to a local tournament, uh, are you going to be able to go out there and see the players that you want to see? Are you going to spend your uh, hard-earned money, especially these days, the way things are, to drive up there and uh, plop the money down to go see someone who may not be a, a top 100 golfer? I mean, if someone like Justin Thomas or Spieth uh, pull out of the tournament or, or don't want to sign up for it, uh, they can't play every week. What's that going to do to that week's tournament? Um, Mickelson was always a big draw wherever he went. Dustin Johnson, I think, is going to be missed in a lot of places. So, um, Again, it's it's their it's their uh, career, their choice of what they need to do, and uh, you know, and whatever it is right now, it doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. There may be some adjustments, concessions made along the way, but as for right now, either you're going to play over there, or you're going to play here, and quite honestly, I'd rather them play here, but. Um, now, when you have the opportunity to go over there and make a lot of uh, money, there's some players that you know, are just coming on to a tour or maybe someone from the Asian tour who would never have gotten the opportunity. It's, it's great for them. You'll see a lot of names on that LIV tour that you won't recognize. Like I said, a lot of them are people just um, coming on to the tour from Asia, maybe some club pros. Um, some of them you'll recognize, but it's not the same as it is for the uh, PGA. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 877-448-7901, sportsatpower901.com. You can also go to jimmybsports.com. Get all the latest news updates as well as uh, shooting me an email and uh, let me know what you want to talk about um, on an upcoming show. Again, though, the 
U.S. Open, it was really good. I, I can't uh, tell you enough the sportsmanship uh, between Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick at the end. Um, Zalatoris went over to Fitzpatrick's parents and said, if I had to lose to someone, I'm glad it was your son. Zalatoris, I believe, has uh, finished runner-up in three of the last seven majors. So it's just a matter of when, not if, his time is going to come. And he seems to be a, uh, a classy kid. I hope Hopefully, uh, he gets his uh, chance here in the upcoming future. Again, 877-448-7901. We'll be right back. You are in the gymnasium on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Formaggio's Pizzeria, your favorite neighborhood pizzeria, serving up the best hand-tossed New York-style pizza and absolutely unbeaten Philly cheesesteak outside of New York or Philly. Let Formaggio's take care of dinner tonight with convenient online ordering at formaggio's.com or call their friendly staff at 813-689-1744. That's 813-689-1744. Formaggio's is family-owned and operated. Located at 4356 Lithia Pinecrest Road. Tell them Power 90.1 sent you get 10% off your carryout order. Check out the full menu at formaggios.com. F-O-R-M-A-G-G-I-O-S.com. Formaggios Pizzeria. It's what's cooking for dinner. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Last week, we threw out a challenge there to put the top 10 um, NBA players of all time on a list and get it over to me. Thank you for anyone that did. There's some... uh, Pretty good lists, I gotta say. Um, a lot of them were similar, just different order, possibly. Uh, there's an email from Trevor from Sefner saying, Jimmy B, I like your uh, top 10 list, but why did you have Jordan, uh, Russell, and Jabbar ahead of LeBron? Well, <laughs> Trevor, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a valid question. Um, I have Jordan, Russell, and Jabbar ahead of LeBron because, number one, they've won more championships than him. And I think that uh, those players that are ahead of him had better careers than him. Of course, everything's open to, uh, you know, suggestion and conversation. My list, I'm going to go through the top ten that I had. Uh, what I had put in, on my list was the top five are in the exact order and the bottom five could be interchangeable. So I'm going to go with the bottom five. I'm going to, I had Chamberlain as five, Magic as six, Bird as seven, Kobe as eight, Shaq as nine, and Duncan was my 10th pick. And, you know, it all got started with you know, Curry winning the championship. Is he now a top 10 player of all time and, and whatnot? Uh, you know, he's in my top 12. I also had Oscar Robertson there as, as 11. But for the top 10, those are my um, 5 to 10. The top five I had, number f- uh, five was Chamberlain, four was LeBron, Three was Jabbar, two was Russell, and one was Jordan. Um, I don't see how you can uh, debate Jordan. Uh, I think most people had him as number one on their list as well. Uh, Then you go with Russell, who probably has the most rings, most championships, Jabbar, most points of all time. Um, Then I had LeBron fourth. He's still not done playing. We'll see what he does, if he plays next year or not. Um, And then... Chamberlain, who, you know, many records Chamberlain had. Um, he was just really uh, someone that was ahead of his time physically. 
uh, when he played. And you can't really compare a player today versus a player from 50, 60 years ago. I mean, how, how would um, Seth Curry do against Bob Cousy? You can't really have that conversation, different errors, a um, whole different way of playing the game and, and whatnot. But uh, it was interesting when you look at uh, some records that will probably never be broken. I mean, what which of these records do you think uh, in the NBA have a better chance of being broken? Um, 30 assists, 50.4 points per game, 1,611 games played, 11 championship rings, or 100 points in a game. So we all know that Chamberlain had the 100 points in the game. Russell had the 11 rings. Games played, Parish, 1,611. Average per season, 50.4. Chamberlain. 30 assists by Skiles, 48.5. Um, minutes per game was Chamberlain. So Chamberlain owns a lot of records. I think of if any of those, I think if LeBron plays for two or three more years, he may be able to break Parrish's record. Other than that, unless someone concentrates on assists per game, uh, that's the only other one that I could see having a chance of being uh, touched on that list. But again, thank you everyone for the email. Thank you for uh, submitting your list. Uh, you can argue that your list is as good as anyone else's that was uh, on there, including mine. Uh, congratulations to Arch Manning going to the Longhorns. They say he may be the best Manning to, to throw a football. That's saying something when you have uh, Archie Manning, Peyton Manning, and of course, uh, that Manning from the Giants there. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's all the time we have. Enjoy your weekend. Stay hydrated. As always, please stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. We'll see you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Jimmy B.